Good morning, everyone. This is Stacy from the risk mitigation side of LSDS. We are back. And today I have a first timer on the podcast series. I have Brittany with us. She also works in the risk mitigation side of the company and spends her time researching and monitoring travel related risks around the globe. So welcome, Brittany. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> So this is, we've got, we're rolling into the holiday season here. So our topic is holiday travel and gatherings. We're headed full steam into that time of year where travel, shopping, gatherings, large and small are on our schedule now. So what does that mean for you and your safety? We're going to take a look at some of that stuff today. We're going to start with travel. So kind of going through this, I've got some main bullet points here. One of the top considerations are what, how are you traveling? Are you driving or are you flying? And then planning accordingly from there. One of the top things for both of these is to check the weather. Winter travel, so if you're going to be up north, you've got to consider possible winter storms, snow, ice, every or changing conditions where it might be raining, it might turn to snow. That has its own preparation needs. I grew up in Northern Michigan. And so we were pros at winter travel up there. We always had extra blankets, an extra set of hats, gloves, possibly even some like warm, warm socks, that sort of stuff in our cars for the entire winter. It just stayed in there. Check too, that you have tires on your car that can handle the snow, especially if you're traveling from a more Southern part of the country and then going North you might not have tires that are going to be ready to handle snow and ice. That's that's a uh, that's a for real thing. I, we've tested that one out too. It didn't work out well. Speaking of ice, pack a bag of kitty litter and or salt to have you that sidewalk salt. Keep that in your trunk. That can help you out. Can help someone else out. That stuff can be very clutch if you're literally stuck. Have extra water and snacks in case you get stuck. This happened to us one time. We did check the weather. And what was supposed to be a minor storm turned into a very serious winter storm and stopped all highway traffic in both directions for seven hours. So we were sitting there parked, cars that had to get turned off, people running out of gas, like just check everything you can and then still prepare for mother nature to take a bit of a turn on you. I'm already traveling with kids. So this is very age dependent and planning here is crucial to the sanity of every person involved in this trip. So if you've got really small kids, make sure you've got everything you need for if it's got to be a super stocked diaper bag, snacks, bottles, all that sort of stuff to older kids. They can pack their own stuff, but make sure that they are bringing things, changes of, you know, whatever they need for to be comfortable, to be entertained during potentially a really, really long trip. Same thing if you're bringing pets, what do they need? So again, when we were stuck, we were stuck in the mountains with this storm and people were out having to walk their dogs several times and we're all waiting for us to get dug out basically for that. So what do they need? Don't wait to get snacks or food on the other end of your trip. Make sure you've packed some and have it in the car with you. Another big planning factor, if you need to make a special event on a specific date, Give yourself some cushion time to allow for unforeseen travel challenges. Travel's really packed, especially after COVID. We're super excited to get out there and get seeing family again around these important times of the year. So allow for unforeseen delays, that sort of stuff. Give yourself an extra day. If it's a date-specific thing that you can't miss, give yourself some extra time to do that traveling. When you're leaving your house, don't post your travel dates on social media. Now everyone knows when your house is going to be vacant and much more vulnerable. Before you leave, 
check that all the windows and doors are locked securely. If you've got neighbors that are staying home and can keep an eye on it, even better. Pet sitters, house sitters, all those are great options. So someone is a presence at your house and no one's sneaking in there. Lots of people have security cameras these days, but still be aware if there are any areas of the house that are not covered by those cameras. So not every robber is just going to try the front door and leave it at that. They might see your ring camera and be going around checking the other parts of the house where they can get in without you seeing them. Also for air travel tips, we had a, that was our most recent podcast was very specific about how to best travel with air. That, that whole industry is really maxed out right now and the holiday time is super busy anyway. So we've got lots of great tips on that podcast. I would definitely refer you back to that one to go through there and listen to the tips that we had on there. Still very relevant for holiday season travel as well. That's what I have for travel today. Brittany's going to tackle shopping next, which is another really big favorite topic for this time of year. Yes, it is. We are getting ready to start that holiday season. And with the holiday season comes lots of shopping, whether that shopping is in person or online. We do have some tips to help keep you safe and keep you alert when you're doing those things. So mainly for in person, especially when shopping at malls and markets, make sure you are parking in a very well lit area. Obviously, if you're in a dark area, it's easier for a predator or somebody to come and potentially attack you. So we recommend parking in a very well-lit area, parking as close to a building as you possibly can. The least vulnerable you are, the best for you. And also when you are walking from that parking spot to the building, make sure you are being aware of your surroundings. Try not to be texting on your phone or looking down at your phone. Look around you, make sure you're alert. So that way, if you do see anybody who is suspicious, you can kind of know and avoid that person if you need to. And then a popular thing that's been happening the past few years is online shopping. I know I love shopping online. It makes it more convenient, but that comes with risks too. It has Online shopping has increased over the last several years, and it is expected to have its smallest growth this year, mainly because we are decreasing COVID. So people are going to be expected to shop in the stores again. Keep track of your orders. There are lots of scams that are popping up targeting online shopping. We have a podcast that is coming up focusing on scams, but the general rule of thumb is to never click on a link that is sent via text or email. Always go to that direct website on your internet browser and log in yourself. Don't go through an email. If there is a possible scam, that's the easiest way they're going to do that. And that's what we have for shopping. And then Stacey's going to touch on what to do during large gatherings at festivals, outdoor markets, holiday fairs, and things like that. Perfect. Yeah. So some of this is similar to the shopping, if you're especially for going into like large malls, that sort of stuff. These, we see a lot more outdoor markets, holiday fairs, that kind of stuff this time of year too. And just some things to be aware of there. Large crowds are just prime locations for pickpockets, petty theft type stuff going on there. There's just a lots of people jostling around and we're often very distracted by whatever the event is, shopping, looking at stuff, trying to keep track of our kids. You know, there's a lot of things to be distracted by naturally there. So just keep an awareness out as much as possible in large crowds. The outdoor markets and festivals, same thing. They'll attract that petty crime as well. Though there's an additional risk of since you're outside, it's accessible to drivers. 
whether someone is not paying attention and it's just an accident or if someone is intentionally trying to drive through a crowd. Sounds extreme, but we have seen this happen at parades. Unfortunately, other large source of events like that maintain that awareness at all times. This is an extreme end of things, but these large events can attract big groups of people and have been targeted in the past by terrorists. We have saw that with some of the big holiday markets that Europe is famous for. I think that was a couple years ago where they had some terrorist attacks on those quote-unquote soft targets, which is these big holiday markets. So just maintaining your awareness keeping those ears peeled at all times to know what's going on. That kind of leads us in, and we're going to summarize this with some basic mitigating measures to keep in mind to wrap this all up. Brittany, if you want to start with that first one, and then we'll just go back and forth here. Obviously, with crowds and everything, we, we recommend trying to avoid those tightly packed crowds just to make it so you're less able to like be pickpocketed or anything like that try and stay in the open areas if possible if you're attending events mm -hmm. if you do go to a large gathering know where the exits are this is a great practice if you have to get out of that area quickly if there's an emergency know where those knowing where those exits are beforehand just has you a lot more prepared in case things get crazy really quickly we preach this all the time. It's situational awareness. Always use your senses, listen carefully, watch for threats, and don't get distracted. And by distracted, don't be looking at your cell phone all the time. Look up, look around, and know your surroundings and you know who's around you at all times. Absolutely. Avoid carrying open bags. I was recently traveling and there was this nice lady in front of me. She had this gorgeous purse, but it was huge and it was open, like no zipper, no snaps, anything. And I am by no means an expert pickpocketer at all. But this purse was so large, like I could easily have just rummaged around in her purse without her ever knowing <laughs> I was basically going shopping in there. Again, we were also like in an airport, it's crowded, you're getting jostled and bumped already. So it just things like that, just if you've got your purse, your bag with you valuables in there, make sure you can zip it closed It's much harder for people to just reach in there and get to your stuff if it's able to be secured like that. Yes, definitely. And don't be afraid to say something if you see something. Always find the nearest law enforcement officer, security guard, store employee, et cetera, and speak up. You speaking up might prevent something from happening. Absolutely. If you are with your family or a group of friends, have a good communication plan. You guys might divide and conquer the shopping or whatever, but Keeping in touch and knowing where everybody's at at all times, having a good meetup point, that sort of thing, just helps make sure that y'all are keeping accountable for each other and that everyone's in the right place. Um, in case anybody runs into any sort of issues, anything, you know, hey, we were supposed to meet here and we don't have this person and they're not answering their phone, you can be alerted to that possible situation much sooner and start looking for them quicker. And then if you are shopping, which I'm sure all of us will be, a couple of little tricks. I know for myself personally, if I'm going to a store and shop, I typically will keep a blanket during the holidays in my car. And that's just to cover any of the stuff I may have purchased at the store. What people can't see, they won't take. So if you do not have anything that they can see that they're wanting, they won't take it from your car. And that also goes for online shopping. If you are having it delivered to your home, try and have a container or something that UPS or Amazon or whoever can put the packages in 
or have it delivered to some of these locations. Amazon has the boxes that you can have it delivered to that you can get a code to open it or get it delivered to a, a UPS or a FedEx store to prevent those people from taking it off of your porch. That's an excellent point. That's what we have for today. I know there's a lot coming up. I know we're going to enjoy this holiday season. It's probably the most COVID-free one we've had, right? In a couple of years now. <laughs> yeah, it's been a few years, so it's, it's definitely, it's going to be a little bit crazy, but I, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be back to that Christmas feeling and all the holiday yeah. feelings that we get with it. So that'll be exciting. Absolutely. So we absolutely want you to get out there, enjoy yourself. I hope that you were able to pull just a couple of the tips here just to make your experience as safe as possible, enjoyable as possible, get out there with family and friends. You can always reach us via email at riskmitigation at lsds.us. That's our email for the entire risk mitigation side of the company. I would also recommend checking out our website. It's just lsds.us. We've got a lot of our information on there. You can contact us via the website as well. We will be back soon with more topics for our podcast. We'll be covering some cybersecurity basics that everyone should know. Don't be intimidated by that. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna really pull it down to a, a level where we can all be easily practicing this and making sure we're as safe as possible in that area. Also we're gonna be talking about some of the top holiday scams that are out there and how to avoid them. Also what you can do in case you do get caught in one of them. You know, what do you next steps for that as well. So Brittany, thank you so much for joining me today. It was thank a pleasure you. to have you on here. We'll have to come back for sure. <laughs> this was fun. Thank you everyone. And we'll be talking with you again soon.